good. How are you? Good. Oh, man. What's that? My laptop batteries are running low. Oh, no. We'll get this solved real quick here. Yeah. So summer is here, finally. Oh, it's not. It's not. Today's officially the first day of spring. It's not summer. What? Yes, today's the first day of spring. But All anyway. I know, it, it was sunny and 45 degrees out this morning at 9 a.m. That's starting to feel like summer to me. Right. So, yes, between the nicer weather and my work hours, we have not been able to record this as often as we would like. So, bear with us, people. I would. I think we should probably just warn people. It's summer. You've changed work hours. Changed work hours? I've got work hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've gone from, well, you've changed from zero to 40 a week. Yeah, that's And always, the well, problem is it doesn't even line up with my work hours. No, um, I work from 3 in the afternoon until 1.30 at night, Monday through Thursday. That's a 10-hour shift. But the thing is, the person I ride in with, she's a lead, so she has to start at 2.30. And after 1.30 is over, there's some things she's got to do. So we leave here at about 2 in the afternoon, and if I'm lucky, I'll get home before 2.30 the following morning. So I'm gone 12 hours at the very least. So, yes, it's been very, very difficult. The fortunate thing is, it's only Monday through Thursday, which means I get a three-day weekend. But when it's a really nice weekend, and Dan doesn't have to work either, he likes <laughs> to be out and about. So yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I work hard during the week. The weekend comes, and it's sunny out. And He, he puts in at least four hours a day. Yeah, a good, <laughs> salad. good salad four hours a day. Not on his feet for 10 hours like me, sitting on his butt. Good salad. Oh, six, how salty are you? Oh, the fact six that. out of a rough day. Six out of a very rough day. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what? It, it may be the case. Maybe. I, I think a lot of people are kind of jealous of the fact that, you know, I have a really nice job, and some days I do only work four hours, and it's perfectly acceptable. It is because of the fact that if you worked... A lot of crap jobs for a lot of crap I, hours that's for a just long time. It. I paid, I paid my dues. Yes, you did. You I worked did. at places uh, at dot coms where I literally worked forty eight hours solid with no extra pay. I've worked a lot of low paying jobs. I've worked a lot of projects that fell through and didn't pay anything. I have paid my dues for my job that I have today. And yeah, half of the pay is in not a very rough schedule generally, but I'm always there, always on duty, always ready to swoop in at a moment's notice and code up some HTML for people. So I, I think I, I'm, I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm late in my career. Oh, I get to earn being the grumpy old geezer. <laughs> Okay, you're not old. You'll be 46 on Tuesday. No, Monday. Today's the 20th. Yeah, you'll be 46 on Monday. So, so old. You're not old. So old. Yeah. Not old at all. Um, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It still stands. Weekends comes and it's nice. He's got a biker gang to, you know, catch I, yeah, up with. Yeah, I've, I've now got this biker gang <laughs> who includes your boss, by the way. You have my lead, the lady I drive, ride with. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, um, we should put a picture of it on the website. Everyone always stops me to take pictures of it anyways. And I've seen it pop up on Facebook a couple of times yeah. in other people's feeds. 
Um, but yeah, it's a uh, motorized uh, Huffy bicycle, which I have com t am in the process of low ridering it out as much as possible. It's very customized, and we're talking motorized. We're not talking electric. Oh no, we're talking gas-powered. <laughs> yeah, forty-nine cc's of raw Golden Coast China power. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, your boss, she's got one of those old Honda mini bikes. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I like her her ride, but I, I hopped on and it did not have enough uh, gumption to haul my fat butt around, though. No, she's a very small lady, so I yeah, can imagine. I, I think the weight limit's 150 pounds, so it was like two of those sitting on it. I'm surprised I didn't break it, to tell I'm you I'm surprised, truth. too. Whatever. Well, um, but I think we should give our listeners, if, if you've listened up until this point, you're probably not going to have the daily releases. Well, I know you're not going to have the daily releases. You haven't had them for a couple of weeks now. Right. Uh, it's going to slow down over the winter or over the summer and probably pick back up in the winter, I'd assume. Definitely. And we have to also warn you that we're recording this on Saturday the 20th, and I think we watched this episode last Sunday. Yes. Possibly Monday before I had to leave work. I'm not sure. So, yes, we watched it. It's been about a week. So, we're really, I really remember the episode only because I've seen it. This is like the third or fourth time. But Well, I got, you know, I've got my notes. I went through it, and it's, uh, it sparked my memory. Uh, I don't have the best midterm memory of anyone I know, but... Yeah. I can remember things that just happened today, and I can remember things that happened clear as a bell 25 years ago. Ask me something that happened a month ago, though, and I, it's a black hole. Oh, I know. I'm the same way. Actually, usually what I, what I did, you know, when people go, oh, what did I do yesterday? I'm like, uh, good question. I don't know. I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I, wasn't paying, I was there. I just wasn't paying attention. Okay, uh, so this is season six, episode two, two and a half men. Uh, we during the recap, we see that Sam is back. He's been back for a year. Uh, Dean got out of the life. Um, we see Grandpa Samuel. We see shapeshifters, and we see Dean going back to Lisa and Ben, and stay in touch. Whatever that means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Stay in touch. Did Dean tell Sam to stay in touch? Or did... No, because as far as Dean knew, uh, Sam was in hell. He's in the cage with Lucifer. <laughs> I... Well, that's a mystery. Oh, Jesus. Well, he probably, no, he probably did, because you're right. This is the second episode of the season, so he was already back on the first episode. You're yeah, right. yeah. So I said Sam's back. Yeah, Sam, he knows Sam's back. It's just that Dean wasn't going to go back into the hunting life with him, so you're right. Yeah, I think it was Sam and Dean talking. Okay, so um, we see a bloody hand hit a picture, a lady running upstairs holding a baby. The phone is out. She hides under the bed in the room. We see then that someone else is already dead in that room. She then gets yanked out from under the bed, and we hear screaming. Stinger graphic. Yes, and I put in there that, you know, before we saw the bloody hand, um, it looks like family photos in a fireplace, you know, man, woman, baby. So we knew it was like a nice little home, friendly home, and this horrible stuff is happening. Yeah, she gets grabbed on the bed. Ah, screaming. We assume she is now dead also. 
The Stinger graphic is the shattering glass one, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, Dean, uh, we see him in trunk of the car getting weapons. Looks like everyone is unpacking. Deem and family must have moved. Yes, because of the last episode um, where the Jin were after Dean, he thought it best that he and Lisa and Ben move to try and stay ahead of whatever might be coming after him next. So, yep, they're unpacking into a new house. Sam is at the scene from the intro, and it looks like he's pretending to be the FBI. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at my notes. I put Sam questioning police, dead parents. So, yes, I believe you are correct. He's uh, questioning about um, what happened with the yep. man and woman dead, the baby missing. What's that all about? Dean has pizza delivered. Lisa calls him out for not going out to lunch, but instead ordering in. It sounds like he promised that they'd go out to lunch, and then he just ordered pizza instead. Dean is very, being very overprotective because, yeah, he doesn't want uh, Ben and Lisa out he's, about... He, he seems paranoid. Very paranoid. Sam is calling Samuel to report on the crime. Samuel's uh, their grandpa, uh, Skinner, from X-Files. I believe it's the same character, in fact. <laughs> is it a crossover character? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't is think Is Samuel that. really Skinner? Was that Skinner his nickname? Yeah. Well, his name was, his last name was Skinner. No, uh, Samuel Camel. No, his uh, his nickname. What's funny is, I, you know, where this is being recorded, Jared Padalecki has moved on to a new show, Walker, Texas Ranger. Mitch Pileggi, who plays Skinner, who plays Samuel, Samuel, plays his father on Walker, Texas Ranger. So we've been following Skinner's career quite for quite a few years ourselves. That is crazy. People get sucked into that CW, working for CW, and they just stay there. Well, yes, but X-Files was Fox. Um, so well, Yeah, well, uh, I'm saying then he got sucked over to CW, and now he's sticking with CW. You don't see him on any Fox shows or any other network. I mean, and that is true, because he was uh, played the bad guy for a while on Supergirl, so that's another CW show. Uh, I say things, you debate me, then you prove me true. I don't well, know. I was saying that X Files wasn't CW, but you're right. Him being on. Uh, I wonder. Even, I wonder if I CW is just a really good company to work for, or if they pay decent. What is it about them? I don't know. Well, you know, they're because Jared Padalecki's been acting for them for thirty years. He's at least twenty. I mean, he started in uh, Gilmore Girls, which I believe started in the year two thousand. So, yes, he's been with the CW for at least 21 years. Um, before that, I'm not quite sure what he did. I don't think he had any real series work, just had, you know. He was the voice of the frog when it was the WB. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's All right, let's is. get back to this episode and start <laughs> dinking around. Uh, so, um, Sam can't find any uh, sulfur or anything supernatural. Uh, Samuel thinks that there must be something going on. Sam asks Samuel to check into the security company. That uh, he just like I think he was leaving the house and he's just like this house is protected by private eyes or whatever. Those little signs. I think sometimes people just stick those signs in their yard and they probably don't actually have security <laughs> companies. Like why wouldn't you do that? Just like bulldog security, we shoot on sight, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. Well, I love those, those uh, places where they have beware of dog signs, and then there's a little chihuahua that comes running out of the house. <laughs> All those little, little suckers are dangerous, man. Yeah, the, we, we had little yippy dogs on our block, and that was the only dog in the neighborhood that ever bit me. <laughs> bit me too, little bastard. <laughs> uh, Dean is playing with his guns again, and Ben sneaks up behind him. At this point, Dean flips out about Ben and guns and yells at him. Because, like, Ben is inquisitive about his gun. Yeah, and he doesn't really know the whole Hunter thing. Well, I guess he does, because Lisa's been questioning what do you think is after us. And Ben does mention he wants to learn how to shoot a gun because he wants to help Dean with hunting. So Ben's tipped the jive by now, too. Samuel calls Dean. All the other baby nappings in the neighborhood all had the same security company. Dun, dun, dun. We got to get that sound effect. Yeah, really. Samuel reports that there is another couple still alive that fit the description. Same security company. It's amazing how this stuff just falls right in their lap all the time. It is. Never a dead, never a dead end on a case. Uh, Lisa talks to Dean about Dean yelling at Ben. And Lisa tells Dean that she's scaring them. I mean, he's scaring them, not she's scaring them. <laughs> yeah, she walks in. Look, I'm scaring you. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, Dean is scaring the family. He's really seeming paranoid and weird and whacked out. Dean pulls, or I mean, Sam pulls up outside the next baby's house. Sam goes up to the door and turns the knob and just walks right in. As because they usually do. Because that's what you do when you have a security company <laughs> sign out in the front yard. You just walk up and just turn the knob and walk in. Well, <coughs> well no problem. The people inside, they're already dead. <laughs> Sam goes looking around the house. A guy dressed like a security guard then attacks him. Uh, Dean cuts the guy with a knife and the cut burns. Sam. Sam, yeah. Guy gets away and Sam is lurking around, uh, looking for him in the dark. And Sam signs, finds something that shocks him. And it goes to commercial. <laughs> well, what do you think Sam found? Pretty obvious. Sam is driving down the road, calls Dean, tells Dean what it is, and now Dean is shocked. Sam wants to meet with Dean. They still haven't showed us what shocked him yet. No, they haven't. They meet alongside the road. And what do you know? There's a baby in Sam's back seat. Of course, he got to the baby before the shapeshifter did. Obvi. Obvi. Next day, Dean is uh, going over how to handle a gun with Lisa. Mm -hmm. uh, Dean leaves and joins up with Sam. Sam, Dean, and baby are all loaded up in the car. And Dean points out to Sam that they need to stop and get some supplies. Anything you want to add to that? I'm trying. Yeah, no, no I put uh, Dean knows how, shows Lisa how to use a gun, needs to get baby supplies, and then they're at the store. Sam and Dean are, well, we don't know it's baby supplies. That's right. the joke of it. Dean just says we need supplies, and then we see Sam and Dean are at a grocery store buying baby supplies. Diapers, wipes, formula, bottles, all that fun stuff hilarious two guys trying to dress a baby it's never been done in all of humanity uh the baby starts crying sam and dean have no idea what to do dean is holding the baby up and a lady comes up and offers to help 
she's uh dean then spots the uh, lady like through the security monitor and she has glowing eyes so obviously a shapeshifter dean tries to get the baby back but the lady baby tries to steal it uh sam and dean and the baby they escape the shapeshifter i have really bad notes there what exactly happened in that tussle right she offers to help um and then she asks what their name what the baby's name is and one says john and one says bobby so they decide the name is bobby john that's when yes dean looks in this for some reason there's a monitor security monitor behind him and sees that she has glowing eyes and knows then that she's a shifter so she's he's dealing with that i think sam is uh, finishing the transaction and getting the stuff out to the car where dean then goes after her and then of course she plays oh help me help me this horrible man is trying to kill me ah but fortunately dean got the baby away and yes he runs away and escapes so joins up with sam in the car you were a perfect mimic on your reenactment there are you rich little yeah yeah then that whole thing what's his name and then they both one says bobby and one says john at the same time and then they say it together bobby john it's like that's such a lazy joke we've seen that joke a million times i never have to see it again you, well you have to realize that bobby and john are probably the only two male names that they could come up with that's been an influence in their lives would be bobby and their dad yeah but the joke of right they say it and then they say it together or you know the version of that is they both say one thing and then the next time they say it they reverse it and then they say it again and then they combine it wrong and then they combine it wrong it's like come on You're enough right. enough with the both people talk at the same time and say something hilarious happens all right well they escape the shapeshifter though saw sam's license plates kills the cop and calls the plates in for information boys are changing the baby and they don't know what a shapeshifter wants with the baby. Sam is impressed by how well Dean knows how to handle the baby. Sam asked Dean if he has his family on lockdown and pointed out that the way he's raising them is the same way that their own dad raised them. So kind of like, yo, you're kind of screwing up your family like dad screwed us up. Sam yeah, he, um, yeah, I'm sorry, I was going to say that he asks, how do you not turn into it kind of like you're already turning into john you're you're moving them around you're you know have them on lockdown that's what dad did to us so really what are you doing here yeah sam finds out that one of the previous baby nappings uh the dad is still alive so sam goes and talks to him the guy's a mechanic and says that his wife actually cheated on him the baby isn't his at all dean is Dean is laying on mechanic finger. Oh, machine fingers. Yeah, he's, he's still in the hotel or motel room with the baby. Okay, it must be magic fingers. Magic. Dean is laying on mat. Yeah, let me update my notes here. Dean is laying on the magic fingers, which is not a naughty sexual device. I don't know why they always seem to make that as a joke. Those things are amazing. Big full body massage vibration. Right. But before you do that, I want to get back to um, Sam and his conversation with the mechanic because, yes, he said, well, my wife was cheating on me. That's why we were separated. But he says that she insisted, no, I didn't cheat on you. Do you remember? Blah, 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 blah. You came home. We did it. Here's the baby. And he's like, no. 
And so that's when Sam puts two and two together. Oh, the oh, shapeshifter screwed the wife. The shapeshifter, who's been po working through the security company, you know, poses as the husband, sleeps with the wife. He's baby daddy. Oh, so he's running around screwing all these women. Exactly. Oh, I just got that. Doy. <laughs> it happened more than once. I'm an idiot. Yeah, all four of these, that's what happened. He shaved, you know, shifted into the... the Husband had sex with the woman, they had the baby, and that's why now he's coming around. Oh, thank you for blowing this wide open. I don't know why I only thought it would have happened once, but yeah, the dude works at the security company. This is multiples. Hey, baby, I'm home early from the office. The kids are home. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, Sam calls and reports that the shapeshifter is the baby's daddy. Oh, wait, we're uh, missing the thing. Uh, Dean was laying on magic fingers. The baby makes a splat noise, and then we see a bunch of goo on the walls. <laughs> uh, Sam calls and reports that the shapeshifter is the baby's daddy. Dean looks at the kid, and now the kid is black. It's a black baby. <laughs> yeah, I have to laugh at this because, of course, actually... There was this white couple that were killed, and that's where Sam got the baby from. But the package of diapers that they bought happened to have a black baby on it. So I'm sure the baby was sitting in his crib looking up at the box thinking, why am I not that color? Splat. <laughs> De yeah, Dean puts him out of, the, out of the crib or whatever. and Oh, I didn't notice that the baby on the packaging. Yeah, the baby. That's, that's what, where it got it from. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the baby on the packaging was black, and so. I just thought it was some sort of like spontaneous change. Like, nope. Okay, well that's that's pretty funny. Uh, there's a knock at the door. Uh, it says it's the manager. Dean tries to get him to go away, but insists on coming in. It is the cop shapeshifter, and they fight. Sam comes in, shoots the shapeshifter in the back. They take off with the baby. They figure that Samuel will know what to do. So they go to Samuel's group and introduce the baby around. Dean is nervous at first, but eventually he lets Grandpa hold the baby. Because, you know, it's a bunch of hunters and now they got a shapeshifter baby. Uh, Dean and uh, one of the other guys get into an argument. Everyone wants to raise the shapeshifter as a hunter, which I think is a great idea. Have someone on the inside. Exactly. That's why. Man, I, that would if, be the ultimate weapon against monsters, you would think. Exactly. That's why Samuel suggests that, I think it was one of his sons, he says, are you in whatever your wife's name is, trying to still having a baby, trying to get a baby? Well, here you go. And even um, the female cousin said, yeah, that would be the ultimate inside, you know, monster. Who's, you know, uh, having a monster as a monster hunter, a shapeshifter could go and look like anyone. Yeah. So it's it a great really plan. Idea. Well, not to Dean. Dean gets completely weirded out. He wants the baby back and he wants to get the hell out of there. Samuel turns over the baby to that other family member. Dean gets quite upset. Outside, there's dogs barking. Everyone grabs guns to protect themselves. A fake Samuel comes in and they have something of theirs. That is what my notes say. The shifter now looks like Samuel. He comes in and says, you have something in mind. Fake Samuel, yeah, walks in, kills one of the cousins, and nearly the female. Everyone pumps him full of tranquilizers. Right as fake Samuel is about to go down, he stands up and all of the darts shoot out of his back. He, like, somehow just flexes and all the those darts pop out of him. 
Sam and Dean are in the basement. Fake Sam shows up, rips the door off the hinges. He beats up Sam, goes in and chokes Dean, takes the baby. He quickly shapeshifts from Sam to Dean. Everyone is talking about what just happened. They figured that this is the king shapeshifter and he could have he could sense the baby. Sam and Dean are leaving. Dean questions Sam if they use the baby as bait because of what the other shapeshifter said at the hotel. Wait, I'm missing something here. We're like at the end of the episode where everyone's splitting up. So Right. They said yes, he there's like an alpha shapeshifter, which means he'd be like the first shapeshifter. Which explains why he was able to quickly go from Samuel to look like Sam to look like Dean without having all that gooey transformation splatty mess. Okay, so the king shapeshifter did take the baby back and split. Exactly. Okay. So they didn't get rid of him or anything. All right. And it shows Samuel was on the phone with someone talking about trying to catch the alpha um, and that they weren't able to do it. Build them full of tranquilizers that should have put down an elephant had no effect on them. Not even sure if they could stop this alpha if they, no matter what they were going to do. So yeah, Dean questioned Sam if uh, he used the baby as bait because of what the other shifter said at the hotel. What did the other shifter say at the hotel before they shot him? Pretty much that. Yeah, we if, if the alpha could smell the baby, so it seemed like no matter where they took the baby, they, it was the alpha hopeless would be for still him. looking for him. Okay. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So taking him then back to Samuel's does seem like uh, it was just a trap. Because then, and we do know it is, because, yeah, Samuel's on the phone letting someone know that, hey, man, we'll deliver the shifter once we uh, trap him. Dean comes home, talks to Lisa about hunting. Lisa knows... He is torn right now between the happy life and the hunting life. Frankly, though, Lisa is sick of all this shit <laughs> and uh, sick of him talking about it all the time, sick of him moping around, keeping them paranoid. He wants Dean to hit the road and come back when he's damn good and ready. So then we see Dean going out to the Impala and getting it out of storage. Well, I put Lisa tells Dean to hit the road with Sam, but to stop by whenever they can. Because of the fact that he know she knows that he can't be there twenty four seven like he'd like to be, but pretty much. So ben leave. And I, so like, leave Ben, ben without are, a father. Ben, well, you know, he wasn't really Ben's father anyway. But Ben and I are here for you whenever you need us. Okay, much. leave Ben without a dad then. Right. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I think that's kind of slutty on Lisa's part. <laughs> Like, she can't find a stable relationship. She's just going to wait for this dude to blow in town once a year and have sex with him. Gross. Pull it together, Lisa. <laughs> so, all in all, pretty fun episode. I mean, yeah, the, the baby changing and the splattering and I, I don't know. The, even though that joke is so lame at the grocery store, it was fine. I mean, it, the episode was called Two and a Half Men. What was I expecting? <laughs> right. Named after a sitcom. Well, I gotta think that they, the sick did the sitcom come first or did this come first? Oh, let me see. I, I bet you the title of this came first, oh. and then the entire premise of the show had nothing to do. Because if anyone doesn't know, the there's a sitcom called Two and a Half Men starring Charlie Sheen and John Cryer and. 
Oh, now I asked you a question. Actually, yes, this episode aired in 2010. Two and a Half Men started in 2003. Oh, wow. So, yes. So the title of this, uh, or the show came first and then this episode. Exactly. Well, yeah, then this was named after it. Yep, it was. Or at least it was inspired by it. Because in this show, it's about two grown-up dudes taking care of a teenage boy oh here it says in the trivia the title of the episode is a clear reference to the cbs sitcom with the same name which follows a rich uncle who takes it as brother and nephew and the mishaps that follow so yes it was actually named after or is a clear reference to yeah that show cool well that was a good show too by the way i really liked that sitcom yes we watched it every day for quite a while we haven't but we haven't got never gone back to it like we've gone back to seinfeld the king of all reruns. <laughs> How many times do you think we've seen the average Seinfeld episode? Too many. Probably at least 10 or 20. Well, I wouldn't say 20, but I would say yeah, we've probably 5 seen... and 10. You more than me, because if you have it on, I'll sit here and watch it. Ha, 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 that's funny. Or, oh, my God, I really hate this episode, whatever. <laughs> but you have definitely seen it a lot more times than I have. And I have seen it way more than I want to. Yeah, I've seen every episode probably at least 10 times. But it's a really good show, you know? I've only seen Mad Men five times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen Mad Men that many. Maybe only three. Maybe only three. Three or four, not five. There you go. Okay, well, that was uh, Two and a Half Men. What, what are your thoughts on it? Did you like it? I liked it, you know, because of the fact that it was sort of funny, you know, with the uh, baby exploding and then all of a sudden, oh, he's a black baby and, you know. Those Can you get away with that joke nowadays? I'm sure you could. And just the fact that Dean and, and Sam at the store were like so, I mean, you're right. When Dean was holding the baby out, then Dean's just going, eh, you know, and Sam's like, we shut that thing up. So that was kind of funny how they're totally clueless at one point on how to take care of this kid. Yeah. Um, adults or, you know, people dealing with children poorly is always hilarious. <laughs> There's oh, a, a lot of comedies based on that entire premise of <laughs> ruining children. <laughs> or, <laughs> hey, there's an entire movie series about uh, a child being left behind. Harry Potter? Home Alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> His parents died <coughs> left him alone. What a couple of bastards. <laughs> I cracked myself up with that one. Yeah. Okay, so what's the death count on this? Oh, probably more than we think. It says seven. Two husbands, two wives, policeman, shapeshifter cop. And Mark Campbell, who's the cousin that died. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Although they are counting the shapeshifter, but I guess it's a corporeal being, so. No, the shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because the policeman and then the shapeshifter policeman. You're right. Okay. Uh, so what's the next episode? Season six, episode three is called The Third Man. Okay, well, we will watch and record The Third Man at our first opportunity and get that out to you guys. Like I say, this summer, just please bear with us. Uh, I don't know. Go back and listen to some reruns of this show. 
All I can tell you is the next one is the third man. The one after that is Weekend at Bobby's, and that one is funny. It's just funny. That's all. I'll just leave it there. I just want to say the movie Weekend at Bernie's is not funny. But I'll take your word that this is going to be a good one. Yes, it is. Just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. Even better yet, though, we've got this awesome website curated and produced by Penny herself called coupleofidgets.com, where we post all the episodes and links to it. You can either listen to it right there on the page, download the MP3, stick it on a CD, and wing it out the window at your best friend. Um, tell your friends, neighbors, any other fans that you know about us, please, uh, get our listener count up and, uh, you know, you'll be able to catch up probably this summer if they're starting off new. Just a bit of warning though. Some of those early episodes sound pretty GD rough, but stay with us. We have sultry, silky voices now by season six. It only took us halfway through the show to get it right. Yeah, you know. Oh, season six. Maybe.